Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Welcome back to the Unexpected Podcast. My name is KP, the voice of perspective. And I'm Reese Boogie, Mr. Outside. Before we get started, I want to get into the sponsor. We have OST Liquor Store, black-owned liquor store, right in the great South Houston, Texas, of OST. T is you alumni. So if you're on the south side of town, make sure you stop by OST Liquor Store and get you a cup. Also, we have Alto, um, the world's safest, cleanest, and highest quality passenger and vehicle um, delivery experience. They have given our our listeners $100 credit towards your ride share. Um, So that's Alto, H-O-U-1-0-0 as the promo code. And everybody can use $100. credit. Everybody can use $100. Yes, yes, yes. Now, before we get started, man, this is our third episode. This is our very Ooh. first guest. Yay! Yes, let me let me give y'all a little bit. Uh, we got a motivational speaker. We got an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. We got a social media influencer. Mm-hmm. We got a jack of all trades. We got a marketing guru. Mm-hmm. And uh, matter of fact, she own her own business. It's a release of Beast Marketing Company. She have to do events every year, about seven or eight of them a year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. We got we got one of the top people yeah. in Houston. Yeah. yeah. Let's get started. Welcome, Kay. <laughs> hey, y'all. Thank you guys for having me on the show today. I really appreciate it. No yeah. problem. I couldn't have it no other way. You got to be the first guest. Come on. <laughs> come through. Tell us a little bit about yourself and All right. what you do. All right. Well, I am a serial entrepreneur. So as restated, I do a lot of different things. Um, one is I'm a motivational speaker. We're about to get ready to launch my first tour. Wow. Um, we're going to start here in the city of Houston. It's a brunch, a conference uh, dedicated to women. Yeah. Um, my focal point is really motivational speaking for women of color. Uh-huh. And it's called Girl, Your Story Must Go On. So we got that going. Uh, I do a lot of affiliate things, uh, Amazon selling and um, Fiverr and just, just different things. We have a landscaping company, just numerous. Yeah, you guys right. have to, uh, yeah, you have to follow me I and know. come to the conference to really get and understand, yeah. you know, all the details. But our major thing is we have a promotion company here in Houston. And it's called Release the Beast Marketing. And what we do is we host a lot of festivals here. Mm. Uh, one of our major, major events is uh, Houston's Black Girls Rock, okay. um, Black Girls Social. And that's really, really big. We haven't been able to do it for the last year and a half because of the uh, pandemic COVID. and COVID. Mm-hmm. But we're bringing it back this summer, ladies. So if you're watching, most of you probably already been to it. So let's get ready to get it popping. Let's get started. <laughs> so I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, what made you want to just tap into the to the inner you as far as an entrepreneur? Because you know a lot yeah. of people are scared to just jump out there, right, and not work for nobody and yeah. all that type of stuff. What made you just want to do that? Well, for me, it was mainly just faith. Like I've always Ooh. just, you know, been a risk taker. Yeah. So one thing my grandmother always taught me: like two things gonna happen: either it's gonna work or it's not. And if it works. Baby, it's going to work. But if it don't, it's okay. It's going to work later. You know, so I believe in the saying, you know, you're never denied. You're usually uh, delayed. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you're delayed. Say it one more time because some people can hear that. Oh, man. You are never sometimes denied. It's just delayed. Mm -hmm. And that's because our timing is not God's timing. So you just got to be patient and it will work. If you want to be an entrepreneur now, Everybody don't have the gift to be an entrepreneur. I uh, 100% agree. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's, it's you got to be willing to take a risk. Too. You know, I done slept on the floor many nights. Like, yeah. bro, no food. So. Yeah, a lot of people can't take losses, yeah. too. So a lot of people yeah. are scared to take losses. And that's that's part of the problem of being an entrepreneur. Yeah, I also think that a lot of people have a misunderstanding of what an entrepreneur is. Yes. Because you hear this time and time again where they're like, oh, well, I don't want to work for nobody. Right. As an entrepreneur, you're, you're working, working for, for your customers. Right. Like you're yeah. working for other people. Continuously. You're working for yourself, and that, and it's really more hours than <laughs> yeah. working for somebody. You, you might do eight or ten hours for somebody, but for yourself, for yourself, you usually that's do twenty four hours a day. Yeah, you usually do. Mm-hmm. But the great thing about being an entrepreneur, I will tell you guys this: is that um, you have to be so good at your craft that you can choose your target market. Yes. So. If you're so good at what you do and you don't want to deal with, you know, hard customers, yeah. you don't, it's not like, you know, it's somewhat not like a job. When somebody come in, it's like customers have it your way. Right. I don't do that. You right. know, you come in, you're going to respect 
my policies. If you don't, I don't have to deal with you. You don't. Right. So, you know, continue to make too. your craft, you know, the best thing you have so that way you can choose. What was your point in when you felt like, okay, this is my purpose? Um, well, when I was 18 years old, I remember we was at my high school graduation. Um, and, huh? I was rapping a song. Take me back when I was 18 oh, okay. with a bankroll. <laughs> this is a distraction, hey. right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you 18, what happened? DJ tight. <laughs> so when I was 18, we were at the school. We were getting ready to go for graduation. And my counselor brought three of me and my best friends in. And she was like, well, you know. What are y'all going to do after this? What do y'all see yourself doing? So the first thing I said is, I ain't working for nobody. Mm. You know, back then, years yeah. ago, they're like, you know, as black people, we're taught, go to college, right. yeah. finish high school so that you can work for somebody. That right. is the main goal. Yeah. You know, go to school, get good grades so that you, well, I don't want to work for nobody. You right. know, I don't want to work 60 hours, 40 hours. I don't want nobody to tell me when I got to pee. When I, huh? you know. Nah, nah. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, like you're in jail. Yeah. I got to you got to raise your hand and clock out. And, Are you in jail? You know, you got to log off. Hey, somebody tell you got to you should be there. You're in the wrong spot anyway. Uh-uh. But yeah, so I thought I was going to be an entrepreneur, but everybody was like, girl, what, what, you know, back then in those days, you know, people didn't even really know about entrepreneurship, especially yeah. not the black community. Right. Yeah. When you say you work for yourself, they're like, doing what? It right. was a joke. And so, yeah, um, I just I started doing that. So Did people ahead, continuously ahead. tell you you had the gift of gab or like inspiration. Um, like, is that what steered you into like holding conferences and things like that? Well, what steered me into really wanting to get into the motivational speaker? I didn't see that for myself. Mm. So I didn't really see that portion of my life until um, I went through a really, really tragic, tragic event. Mm -hmm. um, and um, some people may know my story if they don't, but I had lost my 11 year old son about five years ago. Sorry okay. to hear that. Uh, Thank you. So he had died unexpectedly. Um, like I tell people, he was just going to camp. And this is why I'm very big on living, you know, your full purpose in Absolutely. life. Because it's not promised, you, never you know. So I didn't know it's time. I took him to camp. And that day they called me. He passed away. But neither here nor there, um, it motivated me. You know, I was always a motivational speaker, but I never seen that in myself. I would just encourage people like, yeah. hey, you know, because I came from the bottom, you yeah. know. So it was like. We could figure it out, but neither here nor there. Um, when he passed, it kind of pushed me to just go harder yeah. and yeah. want more and just let other people know you can get up because the problem is, is that a lot of people, you know, um, to, even to our viewers, a lot of people, they don't handle things how you may handle it, yeah. you know? So just because I can deal with grief or I can deal with being mm -hmm. broke or I can deal with, you know, just things that come in my life, yeah. heartbreak, doesn't mean that the next right. person. But you got a niche for that. You know, I know you, and I know you got a niche for that. You're going to always find another way to make sure yeah. that you're successful. Yeah. You but I think a lot of that is going back to your your foundation, God, yeah. right? Like you learn yeah. resilience through the hope yes. and the faith and the, yes. you know. And then yeah. I grew up, um, I grew up, where you, you know, where I'm you from? Baby. Tell them where you from. I'm from Rochester, New York. All my oh, rock yeah, people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. What up, son? What up, son? I'm here, son. <laughs> <laughs> so when I was growing up, you know, I'm an 80s baby, so I grew up during yeah. the crack, you know, the crack epidemic. Yeah. And so, you know, my parents were on drugs, so I grew up with my mother, my grandmother. Right. And when you grow up like that, you, you know, um, I had no choice but to want to make it because I felt like, you know, I could have been in the streets. I could have been in the foster home. Right. Yeah. I could have been, been dancing. Wild. You could have been dancing. I could have been, been moved to Houston. And I could have did anything. But she can't dance. So well, she could have been a dancer. <laughs> 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 I could have hit the pole. No, But, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't that gifted. So, you know, I just always felt like I had to, you know, go hard and grind. And like you said, it depends on your foundation and yeah. what you want. So that's really what it well, is. Well, quick question for me. What brought you to Houston, though? Because mm. the world is so big, you could have went anywhere. You know. What's, what said that you felt like, I just have to go to Houston? Well, um... This I got to a point in my life I was doing being really successful where I was from. We were doing a lot of big parties, concert shows, and I was making a lot of money. Uh -huh. But um, you know, I was just telling my husband this a few weeks ago is that in that promotion lifestyle brings a lot of um, 
it can make it can make you either good or bad. Mm -hmm. And meaning you become a part of that environment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was drinking a lot, you know, dealing with different people. I probably shouldn't even have even been affiliating, right. associating yeah. with. And so you just That's get that to nightlife the, though. That nightlife is a yeah. whole totally it's a different. Beast. Yeah, it's a beast. So either you go. I know. Secret. I missed outside. Nightlife was beast. What kind of what we touched on last time when he said that you know he had to start limiting people's access to him that's very very important yeah. and that was the case you know people have so much access to you and then just your alcohol intake you mm -hmm. know i was girl it mm -hmm. was just becoming unhealthy i'm drinking like seven days a week and you know right. stoned but a lot of crazy. people scared to lose that though that's what i'm saying what what brought it so, into you to say you know I, what i'm ready to, to start over because basically right. when you move to another city yeah. you got to meet new friends you got to do everything different right. and start over so what made yeah. you want to lose that money to come out here and start over? Well, you know, I've always believed that we have things. Um, you, For me, I felt like it was okay to be ghetto rich, but I never wanted to be ghetto wealthy. I wanted to be. Oh, that's deep. I wanted hey, rich. Hey, that's I, deep well, right we there. call it back home, I wanted to get A-Rab money. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted land, properties. Yeah. I wanted real assets, you know, yeah. not just nice cars and purses and right. driving around. Mm -hmm. So I got to a point where I just said, um, this is a guy has better for me. Yeah. And he I have so I'm so if I can do this here, you know, I can make it anywhere. And so I actually how it started, I had like I have five girl best friends. Like, you know how you see in the movies, all you know, all your girls. Mm -hmm. And I called them up one day. I said, Hey, listen, let's get together. We're gonna go to the park and pray. And when we go to the park, you different. We're going to ask, you know, you know, hey, no, this is my brother. I'm saying that she different. Yeah. She is different, but yeah. it's a lot of women like that. I feel like it's just so watered down with the the ones that's like, eh, probably social media. Yeah. Probably social media. Yes, the Instagram. I was an Instagram girl, you know, yeah. so I was like, listen, I'm very prayful. So I'm like, girl, y'all, let's get together. Let's go pray yeah. at the park and see what God wanted to do for us I'm because he has right. more. Well, long story, we all went to the park, prayed. They was all for it. They said, well, we're... Well, where are we going to go? And I was like, well, I was praying and God said Houston. So, you know, where I'm from, they like, what the hell Houston. is in Texas? Look, Cow tell me. Cowboys and boots. Huh? Come on. Cowboys and boots. image of Houston, like right. cowboys, horses, like, yes. like everything spread apart yes. to where nobody knows each other. Like, and then, yeah, they, and then they meet like Phil Ward Reese and they know it's a part of the city. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. They, oh, they man. meet me, they know Houston is totally different. <laughs> yeah, so they was like, girl, what's in Houston? And then, you know, that's... 2,000 miles where I'm from. It's like, what about our families? How are we going to get home? But I didn't care about none of that. I said, I'm just trying to get the hell out of here. Right. So we planned to leave for a year. But mm -hmm. in that time, everybody dropped off. Right. Mm. Nobody ended up moving. You mm. know, yeah, you stayed afloat. I stayed afloat. I stuck to the plan. Right. I'm very big right. on sticking to the plan. Ooh. So before I got ready to leave, um, everything was going wrong. I invested into a show. I lost thousands of dollars like yeah. basically all my savings was gone because i'm a risk taker so yeah. when i invested into the concert i was like you know if i'm a hit you know, yeah. hit good i'm gonna yeah. take this money and i'm going to the h but i didn't hit and so <laughs> <laughs> I, I just knew that body go the other way I, I just knew she was about to say i hit yeah, i hit i took a loss. so now i'm up here with from thousands a couple hundred dollars i'm yeah. like man you still took that risk and i had just bought a brand new um bins at the time mm. man it started you know it was just messed up going on like yeah. everything i could think of i was dealing with things issues um at the time uh, many women probably can relate when you decide to relocate mm -hmm. and you know you have a child you have to deal with the back and forth with the parents mm -hmm. and the disagreement and it was just so much so we're fighting about leaving the child and it was i had to deal with that so so much but neither here nor there i packed my car um you pack your car you drove yeah so oh. i was supposed to get everything shipped. Do that? i was supposed to get my car <laughs> shipped but i was broke now so i couldn't even afford mm -hmm. to put the car on the tray mm -hmm. but i still stuck to the plan yeah so i said you know what I got about six black garbage bags and whatever I can fit. And at that time, I owned my own home. I was 22. Um, at that time, I had bought my house at 22. I paid my house off. Mm. Um, and I, I rented it out. And I just packed my car and I left. And I put in Houston, Texas in my navigation and I started driving. Mm. Baby, I drove. That's a drive. 18, yeah, I drove 18 drive. hours myself. And I had took two red bulls. So I'm starting to shake. And my grandma like, I ain't over. driving to the north side. Uh, man, I ain't. <laughs> I don't drive nowhere I stay on now. south side now. <laughs> I ain't driving to the north man, side. That shit too far. You drove 18 hours? 
to change your career, you tough. I drove it. And I, baby, listen, I was so broke, I had to stay at this little raggedy motel. Mm. With, you know the motels that be in the movies. That nah, be I don't dirty, know. I don't man. know. You know, you know, know. Uh, $20 motel. I used to get the one with the jacuzzi. And he had a one jacuzzi. You pay extra 20, you get the one jacuzzi. You pay per hour. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, the one over there. The one with the jacuzzi and the pole. You yeah. get a pole too. <laughs> but yes, so I stayed in one of those. But neither here. And when I got here, what was so crazy is um, I was supposed to have an apartment. Mm. But the person I knew I met was supposed to be a realtor and set me up. But man, the apartment was like like roach infested. Yeah. Like, bro, when you mm-hmm. go, when I got out, when I pulled up, you know, it was I'm like. I'm saying that you came from some from big ass rats. No, 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 not where I grew up. You came from New York. No, it wasn't that. No, no, no. We, my grandma, we got the biggest rats. Let me clear this up. I was Uh, middle class. You know, Uh, I I didn't grow up poor, man. We had a little money in my house. You heard what P Diddy said about the roaches on his face? He said he had woke up like eight roaches on his face and changed his life. You didn't see that? No, I will say. He did. He say that changed his life. Oh he say he woke God. up with like eight roaches on his face. He said, "I never do this again." Nah, I'm telling I'm you, saying, roaches might change your life. Don't do nah, that. Nah, I said I'm gone, baby. So this lady <laughs> I knew, she took me in um, through a young girl I, I met, Deanna. Um, to my a girl named What's Deanna. What's up, I Deanna? Knew. Shout out to Deanna. Shout out to D. You know what I mean? I had never even, really, I never even knew her, and she heard that I had moved out here to Houston because I was really popular at home. So she knew, like, okay, moving. She's from here. East Coast too, huh? Yeah, yeah, we're from the mm-hmm. same place. So she was like, um. She called me to check on me, like, hey, how you doing? I was crying. I, and I never cry. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm strong. If I'm going to cry, like, even when my son passed, people was like, me, like, you okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah. But crazy. I couldn't cry. Now I'm crazy. So neither here nor the lady took me in. She let me stay with her. And that was the lowest point I had ever been. Yeah. Um, at that point, I was living with, I was basically almost homeless. And I was down bad. And I was like, God, what you, bro? You tricked me, up, like, man, you, you know doing? what I mean? This wasn't part of the plan. I'm okay with struggling, but I'm almost homeless. Like people I don't say, got nowhere to people go. People say don't question God, but you was like, what's up? I was questioning him at that point because I'm in a new city and I don't, you know, from when you leave your comfortable place, you have people that's not wishing for your good. Right. So that's another thing to our viewers is that you got to understand that not everybody is praying for your success. Oh, uh, yeah. Preach. And just because they're acting like they're rooting for you, preach. they're undercover. Like, preach. for me, it was more like she'll be back. She's yeah. not going to make it. She can't do it. So I wasn't trying to be great for the people who was praying against me. Right. I was trying to be great for the people who was praying for me. Yeah. So for the people who wanted me to succeed, I needed to succeed. Yeah. So, yeah, I ended up staying with them, get my own apartment. Many times I had eviction notices on the door, maybe one or twice, but I made it through. Yeah. And um, I started, I bought a laptop down here and I just started learning how to do things on my own. And I just started meeting people, going places, and people started taking to me. And when they started taking to me, I was just like, When I met you, man, you was full of life. (laughs) We was at Swagger. Man, Man. Swagger, man. man. Turned up, man, that's how I (laughs) met her. Y'all know I'm a people person. When I met her, man, it was just like energy. It was a different ball of energy. And it's been the same ever since I've been known. It's been what, like four years now? Yeah, mm. going on four years. Yeah, and mm. he she, thinks he's my favorite. You know, yeah, I, I am a favorite. <laughs> you know, I'm a favorite brother. Yeah, yeah. But she's well respected in the city, and I like to be outside with her because she remind me of myself. But in the woman form, as far as respect right. we get, the love we get, you know, we can yeah. go anywhere in the city, and we okay. So yeah. you know that. that means and that's a lot. A just that means a lot, especially when you ain't from here. Especially when you're not from a place. And see, my thing was when I got to Houston, I didn't really. And and I and I mean this in the most sincere way. My goal wasn't to be part of Houston's clique or part of their. You know, I I didn't care about you. Ain't time to the bone now. I ain't never heard say that about you. No, you be you be in a club like this now. Right, I'm in a club doing this. She been a club like that now. Yeah, she definitely now from the city. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm yelling, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. She ain't gonna college. She the club doing new. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, I didn't want to be. You know, people say you gotta hang with these people, or you need to go and spend this money. I'm like, man, I'm broke. I'm not about to go and spend yeah. the money I don't have to impress people I don't know. Oh yeah. And so what I did is I made a lane for myself. Um, That's what you got to do. You know, everybody was like, well, you got to hang with this promotion company and you need to get on. At that time, they had Aristocrat Life was really mm-hmm. popular. So, they like, lie. you got to get on with Aristocrat Life to make it or you won't make it. 
Now I made it, and I and nothing you against did. them. You know what I'm saying? But You're I created my own lane yeah. for what people didn't have, right. and it was more so. You know, I created other more event styles versus. Mm. Club style. Yeah, I've been to a few of your events. Yeah, because it might work for them, and if that's not your path, then you're no. And I didn't want to work for nobody. That yeah. you got to understand. My mindset was I didn't want to. What was your in. first job when you got to Houston? Oh man, when I first got to Houston, I, they had me working. At, I was they had me, and my the money had me. I was <laughs> <laughs> I was working. I I, I was making eight dollars an hour working like a tough. She moved from New York, making all that money. She had to make eight dollars an hour. That was a humble. That's McDonald's. She didn't want to tell you. She was out there with the machines while working for a little bit. I was broke, broke. And you know, I tell people sometimes, it was many times I had to go in that closet and do the closet prayer. If you know anything about grandmothers, when you go to that closet, you like, man, God. Just break down, baby. Look, they about to come take my car. You know, Mm. I'm hiding out, trying to hide out, but it works. If you stick to the plan, and you're able to go through struggle, you can overcome it. It's only, sometimes only lasts a season. Yeah. You know, and that's my big thing is that sometimes we don't, but a lot of people don't want to go through that season. Yeah. You know, that season could be they a month. They do everything that they can to try to avoid going through tough times, yeah. which is which is cool. Like, that's preparation. Yes. But at the same time, it's yeah. inevitable that you're going to go through something. Oh, you're going to. Yeah. If you're going to be successful, you're going to definitely go through something. Yeah. You know, so. I'm feeling it. I so know about what you're talking about. About your <laughs> conference, what is, like, the biggest takeaway that you want women um, to, like, take away from? Yeah. Well, for me, I would love for women to take away um, understanding their story must go on. Mm-hmm. And the key thing to that um, subject is we as women hold on to things that we should not still hold on to. You know, we've, let's say heartbreak or bad relationships or jobs, jobs, you know, (laughs) since you mad at a man from nine years ago and the relationship didn't work, he cheated on you. He may have done a bunch of things. Black men don't cheat. Yes, they do. So you're still holding on to that anger, to every relationship you get in, you know, you're like, well, he did me like this. You're still so broken. And you got to let that go so you can heal. You know, like you said, jobs. I worked there for five, ten years and they fired me. You got to move on from that job. (laughs) Like, just let things go. So that's my main thing is I want women to understand, you know, grief, life, depression. Yeah. Um, I've been through depression, you know, when I was grieving. You know, I was telling my friends and my husband, like, before I met anybody, I had to go through grieving alone because I was out here by myself. Right. So I didn't have my brothers, my sisters. So I lost my son. Now I'm in Houston. I really don't have any friends, no friends, no relationship. And there were times I was depressed for days, weeks. Like, I would lay on my bathroom floor for three to four days at a time. Can I ask you a question? I don't want to cut you off, but let me ask you a question. Yeah. So what made you not say... I can't do this no more. I'm going back to New York. Well, because again, um, I believe God doesn't send us back to that place. He right. elevates us. It's all us. spiritual with you. Yeah, it's very spiritual yes. with me. So that's my first fourth thing is that his goal, he has plans for us. I know mm-hmm. the plans he has for me, you know, plans for me to prosper. You got to trust him. That's, you have to trust him. And so throughout these things, it's going to test your faith, yeah. right? So you're going to, I was grieving, broke, all these things. But if you stick to the plan, yeah. I will bless you. And so that was for me. It was like, why go back? If I don't went through all this, right. I ain't going back. Right. You know, <laughs> That's just the way it is. That's similar to, I think. Me and him talked about some of the challenges we had. And when I moved away, I went through a fire. Where you from? Tell everybody where you from. Let them know. But that is not what I was talking about. (laughs) I'm talking about, okay, so when I moved away (laughs) to Kansas City. Right, right, right. I went through through a fire and lost everything. But that was like during my first months of being there. And I was just like, everybody was like, that would have been a sign for me to go back home. But for me, it's like, no, no, like this is my learning experience that I came out here for. This is what. You know, I was supposed to go through so mm-hmm. I can learn how to be de- independent. Yes. You know, like yes. that was my whole goal of going, moving to Kansas City. And here it is slapping me in my face. What would I look mm-hmm. like if that was my goal to go run back and go? To, yeah, it's go easy to, to it's easy to quit. Yeah, that's the easy part. Give it up is easy. Yeah, You know, I was um, just going to ask you, uh, what uh, influence do you have for the, the entrepreneurs that's coming up? 
You know what I'm yeah. saying? As far as moving away or chasing your goals <laughs> or whatever they got going on in life that they want to yeah. do. Like, what do you have for them to say that? We're the um, both of y'all because you moved too and you was able to take care yeah. of yourself in a different yeah. city. For so. me, you know, I tell, and when people say they moving to Houston, I say, okay, good luck. You know, you can get sucked in. You know? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I, I say the same Make thing. Make good you. luck. You know, good luck because hey. you can get sucked into the party yeah. life here. You yeah. know, we have, yeah, from sure. when I moved here, you know, Shit, uh, I'm six from here, years I get ago, sucked into it. it Houston yeah. is a totally different place than it was six years ago. Absolutely. You know, um, it has Absolutely. grown so fast in these six years. Yeah. But I tell people all the time, you know, <laughs> whatever your goal is, you can't come here and get sucked into the party life. Yep. Because... Hey, you might, you're going to drown. You can't swim. Yep. And I've had people move here and I tell them, they're like, oh, you're different or you're not the same person that we knew home. No, I don't want to be that same person. Nope. And I don't. You're not supposed to be. Oh, you're not yeah. supposed to. I just seen a few of them conversations. So I get what you call Yeah, them. you know. So you, yeah, right. So you have to change in order to grow. That's mm-hmm. the part of growth is changing. And so I tell any entrepreneur. And you're, you're thriving. You're thriving. You have to mm-hmm. be focused uh, and you know, shout out to Glamorous Hustle. Uh, if they're watching this podcast, that's where I started. They will be. Can we just get yeah. started? But they will. Yeah, be. yeah. I'm gonna make sure they watch with yeah. us today. But that was one of the girls' groups, and I met them when I first got here, and we started this little group, mm-hmm. and it was so cute and dope. And you know, I will always tell them, you know, I was different in the aspect of I knew I had a plan. Yeah. And even though I want, they want, they like, let's go out, let's go to this party. I would never go because I felt like I'm so good at what I do. I don't need to be in that environment. You know, I need to sit here and focus. So I would spend hours perfecting my craft, you know, knowing what I needed to do. So that's just my thing. I tell entrepreneurs is you got to know the difference between what you want and how bad you want it. And, and invest in like spend your time investing in what you actually want to return on you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. if you're gonna spend time out and about at least be connecting networking something or if you just out there just shooting the shit then you're really wasting your time where you could i was a shit shooter for a long time (laughs) you know what i'm saying but i want to go back to you said you spent some time alone right yes and so it's crazy because one of our questions um, that the viewers asked was, is it necessary to be alone for a period of time in order for you to grow as a person professionally and like in love? Yes. For me, um, what I did is I just removed myself from everybody and everything. Meaning um, when I left home, I stopped answering numbers for, that was from home. Oh. Um, if, I, if they, so you if went my into area, solitude. Yeah, yeah, because oh. I had to focus. And a lot of times what we don't understand no, is we, man. yeah, you got to focus. Nah. Because right. people bring in those spirits from their life right. to your life. Meaning if I get a phone call and somebody wants to gossip about somebody else or something that's going on, I don't care. I don't live there no more. I don't go to these places. I don't affiliate with these people. So, and nobody there can help me. You know what I mean? So it's like, why continue to keep having these conversations? You may, you may. That's strong. That's a strong person. It doesn't serve you at all. It doesn't serve me. So my goal was to, I needed to stay focused on where I needed to be. And so um, I just stopped. I I went into solitaire, like you said. I, um, when I met people here, I only I chose the type of people I wanted to network mm-hmm. with, and to be honest, it was people with money, mm-hmm. um, or at least knew how to get. Or them. they knew how to because it's <laughs> a difference. What we got to understand: you see people that pretend and look like they oh, have money, yeah. mm-hmm. and in and what I learned in Houston and doing business, there's oh, yeah. a lot of pretenders. Mm-hmm. And to it's time for them to pay the invoice, huh. you know, <laughs> it's a lot of pretenders. Money, but right? Being, being a woman coming from another state, because you know I deal with a few women that come from other states. Yeah. And so when you are and about and you know you on entrepreneurship mm-hmm. and all that type of stuff, is it you chasing men? Like, are you in sections? Are you with the bottles? Are you, because a lot of people, they, they be with a lot of men. Right. To get what they, they it's like a come up. They got to they gotta be with a man to get a come up. Or, right. Were you in that lifestyle? Or no, were you just? no. So um, I dated men. But it wasn't because in that lifestyle, again, remember, I left that lifestyle and that's not wasn't a part of my plan. Right. So I didn't come from being broke. You know what I mean? I'm I, saying? Don't so, I just yeah. want to let a lot of women know y'all don't have to come out here to have sex. 
or be in the sections you, or show face no, or no. do whatever you got to do. Hold on, no, I'm just saying. They do what they y'all ain't got to do all that to have a come up. You don't have to do that to have a come up. That's all I want to let people know. A so. word from Reese in honor of Women's History <laughs> Month. Like, don't, don't, don't. <laughs> Don't get the wood to get it understood. Don't get the wood to get it understood. Let me get back on topic. (laughs) (laughs) But no, you don't have to. You do whatever works for you as a woman. Off of that, like I want to really make sure that people understand. Like you have to know yourself, right? Like when it comes down to whether you're feeling like it's necessary. If you feel, if you had to ask this question. Tip, nine times out of ten is necessary for you to be alone because yes. you're feeling that way, right? You like so, you will have to be alone in order to figure yes. out what it is that you yes. like, you want to do. Mm-hmm. However, if you're a person of strong will, yes, um, you may not have to be alone per se, right. but you have to know how to set boundaries and yes. uh, remove yourself from situations that yes. don't serve, serve you. That's so, true. That's a major thing. Is that's a great point? Um, moving yourself from situations that don't serve you. And, she, she, and you talked about hold that. Hold on. Yeah, so. I don't want to cut y'all off again, but she you have great points. Yeah, she on it today, you know y'all. Saying? She like my therapist yeah, on site. Look. That's my fucking therapist no, on site. You know what I'm saying? reached out to me and said, Reese, you got a therapist? You got a podcast. I'm oh like, I don't know the podcast. Yes. It's yes. whatever you need it to be. Okay. <laughs> but as far as being alone, um, alone sometimes, like you said, doesn't always mean and you have to be by yourself. But alone sometimes can also mean uh, clearing your mind yes. and what that means is just um, focusing yep. on your ultimate goal yeah and when you focus in on your goal I'm gonna tell you this you do have to remove yourself from certain paces certain things I was telling a friend um everybody calls me their counselor or whatever we joke about it so um I was telling a friend the other day I said he was asking about relationships and you know he's getting older and why he can't find someone and this yeah. and this and that huh? And I told him, you know what happens? It was <laughs> we usually attract who we are inside, right? Secretly, we think or who we change we or who we want to be. Right there, you go. Mm-hmm. And so, a lot of times, right? As uh, <laughs> as for me, when I wanted to settle down or I wanted to be better, I had to really look inside myself and say, okay, you want a relationship, you want a marriage, you want to uh, be so successful or great. But have you worked on those things that's inside you? And um, you can work on them all day, but until you master them and clean your mental out, it's not even just your mental, um, it's your spiritual. Because you attract these type of people and things. Hey, I got a thing. Do do you feel like, as far as women or men, whatever the case may be, that they should get a therapist? I think therapy is very imperative. Black community is kind of, it's watered down. You know, um, if I didn't see a therapist, I don't know if I would would have it would right. kind of survived. And I got one too last year, like around June or July. I wound up talking to a therapist, and she was an old friend from college, but she got into it. Yeah, she got a license for it. Yeah, and that have helped me out completely. So, but so, a lot of people are scared of that, especially shouldn't be. where we come from. Yes, it's always good to have an unbiased person that you can you literally talk to, like because a lot of times, like we talked about on one of the other episodes, men don't have spaces. Men don't cheat. Yes, oh, I, thought we about <laughs> I thought we were talking about men, men don't, don't cheat. Men don't have spaces in order to like vent and just yeah. take a load Black off, you know, yes. like and even if they do, if they find it in their woman or in their best friend, they still have to perform in a sense to make yeah. it make sure that they don't feel like um, well, they're being judged. Yes. Black men is, is, is this is what it is with us. This is our therapy. Let's go out. Yes. But it's not therapy. Yeah. That's they what they we do. No, 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 but I'm saying. That's Let's our go therapy, out. though. That's Let's go out. Let's get a drink. <laughs> you want a hookah? You want a drink? Right. You want this and that? Right. If your boy going through something, go call him. We ain't really had a conversation no. about what the, what I'm going y'all through. Y'all avoiding it. No, I'm <laughs> saying because that's doing. y'all would think, man. I'm going through something, man. Me and baby just had a fight at the yes. house. Man, fuck oh, it. Oh, it's okay. Oh, nigga, nigga, be like, fuck it. Let's yeah. go have a drink. Right. So we Lord. get we get there, have a drink, and nigga, they forgot about everything. They about I came everything. there for. We yes. start party. Or now it's like they smoke. You they know, smoke. like they smoke to yeah. kind of relax. And, I mean, that's just smoking. That's you though, but a lot of people pop pills. Yeah. They take, they find, you know, drugs Substances. another form of easing your pain. But yes, right. you know, you just, it's just so many ways of and dealing I'm not, with. And I'm not, you know, like, hey, if you smoke recreational 
smoke. However, you smoke crack. We I ain't feel like with you. you have to take care of your problems, <laughs> or they're just gonna persist. Out, oh yeah, outside of that high. Oh like, yeah, you, you know, still gonna have to deal with it. When when I was grieving, um, I st- I kind of it helped me slow down on drinking yeah. because what I noticed is that when I that's started drinking, though. that's different. What? Because you agree and they slow down. Most people grieving, they pick up little. No, and that's what yeah. I'm saying. But so what I noticed is that when I started drinking, grieving, it made him. It started to make me think suicidal thoughts. Mm. It made me. It made yeah, me fall into a deeper a- depression. <laughs> it made me sad, and so I would drink. But I knew, okay, at this point, if I take one more sip, you know, I'm gonna be on the phone crying all night. Mm-hmm. And so that's just understanding and learning, you know, who we are and you know how we handle things. So I respect you, man. I know. Definitely. I, I know but y'all still. fellas, the therapy, definitely Therapy's everybody big. needs go lay on them people chair. Mm-hmm. Go lay on them people chair. Talk to them because like you said, you need it's so great knowing that you can just vent and talk to somebody that's not gonna call somebody right. or, or judge tell you or just like, have yeah. you, know, you know what such and such going through. Yeah. You know, when you leave that room, that's your safe place and i don't want people to get deterred when they go for the first time and it don't feel right yeah like, it, it's not gonna ever feel right nine, nine times out of ten it's not gonna feel mm-hmm. right the first time yeah, even with my therapist but, it don't feel right but you also have to be like you have to make sure you find somebody that works with for you, you for yes. you if you can't relate to this person or the their style or their techniques you might need to just find like, black men person. feel like they therapists or whoever they talk to like yeah. the feds i ain't gonna lie to you Cause I'll be talking to mine. I'll be like, Man. well, just for people who may not know, <laughs> therapists have a license where there's a confidentiality yes. statement right. that both no, y'all agree, sign I, at the beginning. Yes, um, that they can't, they cannot um, share your information. No, I'm just anything. saying. And you know, a lot of people, there is a lot of people. Um, a lot of insurances doesn't cover. Uh, your mm-hmm. therapy. Mm-hmm. So that's one key thing we got to understand is that some may, some do, that's crazy though. some don't. Right. So a lot of people don't go to therapy because they have to pay out of pocket. But I'm going to tell you, I went to a company and they're not a sponsor, but y'all need to be a sponsor when I shout y'all name out. But uh, no, no, re- no, no, don't no, say their name. No, 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 we but ain't it's good. It's for no, the people we know. No? Okay, don't say their name. Yeah, yeah. But I went we to. Give I, no regulation. Yeah, no. I went online to this company I found. And the great thing about them is they were able to, they asked you questions, what you're looking for. Would you want a spiritual? You want somebody mm-hmm. non spiritual? You know, all these different things black, white, what culture. They actually, these things keep and they link you with a counselor. Yeah. And they also offer you financial aid. So, you know, that's something if you guys are mm-hmm. interested in, you can always contact them. I'll leave the information. Hey man, I wanted the same ones I was with because they did the same shit to me. Yeah, yeah. And they never sent me nobody. They did? No, no. 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 I went through it by myself, and then me and my husband, we went through counseling too. Man, with I ain't them, never man. sent nobody. Oh, man. I'm still mad about that. Oh, man. So, but yeah. Also, um, come on, let's get this into just it. just reminded let's get me. Let's get to the though. game. Let's. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 you This is very important, though. I want people to know. I don't know if any women are going through any type of domestic domestic abuse or anything like that. Um, Our tax dollars, as well as our um, our our dollars for court fees, go towards a program called um, Victims Compensation. Right, Mm -hmm. and um, it allows victims, as long as you file a, a a police report. You can relocate. They'll pay for your relocation. They'll pay for your stay. They'll pay for, you know, your stipend to yes. make sure you or and your kids are good. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to give that yes. information. I've heard off. that program before. That, yes, because I didn't know that until a couple of years ago mm-hmm. when I started working with the Paris yes. Foundation. And right. that was like yeah. the first time. And I felt like that was a really good, yes. you know, all you have to have yeah. is a police report. So. That's true. That's good. Okay. Let's hey, you niggas quit beating on these women, too. Man. I'm just saying yes, that. I'm a real nigga. I come outside and see you. You heard me? to come yeah. outside. <laughs> so, yeah. I want to... Oh, man. It's about to be crazy, I wanna, y'all. I want to uh, put them through a test. Like, we're going to play a little bit of women's uh, history uh, hip-hop trivia. <sighs> and you don't have to drink. She say, this, is, this is how we're going to do it, though. If you get an answer wrong, Reese got a drink. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Okay. He's going to do my drinking for me. Hey, anybody know me? They know I'm down for the... Hey, <laughs> I, I, I want to lose more than win. <laughs> okay. Right. You ready? I'm ready. All right. First question. All right. 
Which First, let me hop out the mud Porsche. I don't want it. Don't, don't sit like, like a horse. horse. Okay, 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. First question: Which female rapper wrote "Unity" in two, in nineteen ninety three to promote women empowerment? Queen Latifah. Ooh, ding 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 ding. That's easy. Girl, I don't know how much more I'm gonna get. Come on. Number two, which is not one of Nicki Minaj's <laughs> albums. Oh, oh man. A Playtime is over. She ain't gonna get this. B The Pink Prince. C Queen. Or D Black Friday. Uh A. It's it it D, man. Playtime is over. It's D. Playtime is over. Take a shot. Oh, it ain't D. It's Black Friday D. I thought right. you had Black yeah. Friday. It's a D. I, 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 listen. So take a shot. Go ahead, I ain't, no, ain't a nigga Manoa fan like that, but I know everything she do is pink. So it's Pink Fridays. It ain't Black Friday. Come on. So no, I get a lifeline? No, no, it's okay. I'm going to take it for you. Look, it'll keep I'm quiet over pink there. Pink Friday, though. Oh, man. You don't know how I was like, Pink Friday, Pink. Oh, okay. Yes. So wait, no, no. So the answer is Black Friday because that's not, that wasn't that wasn't one of her You was wrong. You trying to still figure out you wrong. Yo, you was wrong. I'm taking a shot. I'm taking a shot. Go ahead. I should have checked your shot. <laughs> because I feel like you ain't had much. Okay. Number three. Which artist was featured in Terror Squad's 2005 hit song Lean Back oh, she with Fat Joe? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Say it again. Which artist was featured in a female artist? Was featured oh, Remy Ma. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Lean Back. Lean Back. Lean Back. Lean Back. Lean Back. Lean Back. Okay. 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 <laughs> Number four. You might want to pour up. Um, <laughs> who released popular songs in the early 2000s, such as Let Me Blow Your Mind, Who's That Girl, and Love Is Blind? Who's that girl? Is that girl? So who it is, though? I thought it was Eve. Yeah. I did you say it, though. Come on, man. You just messed up her little I'm still good, though. I ain't got to take a shot. Okay. Number five. Keep them coming, baby. (laughs) Who put their thing down, flipped it, and reversed it? Um, Oh, man. That threw me off. That sounds (laughs) But wait, but wait. I might know this. Wait, wait, wait. (laughs) All the while, encouraging us to get our freak on in the early 2000s. Um, Missy Elliott. Oh, man. I fuck with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where my you. husband at, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> you doubted me. <laughs> All right, number six. Rapper, this pour your shot. Uh, you said it last time. I believe in her. At this point, I believe in her. All right. You want to make it a double? He needed. Nah, I already got a double. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> Rapper, model, actress Inga DiCarlo Fung. Marchand is best known as this is multiple choice. Okay, who I don't exactly. know. None of them oh, man, a, it's a, not a black ass. Foxy Brown, B Trina, C Lil Mama, or D Eve. I got, repeat the question. Ask the question again. Again. Okay, this is rapper, rapper, model, actress, actress Inga De Carlo Fung. Marchand is best known as Keyword is Who the fuck is Marchand? <laughs> hey, I need uh, That's their real name I'm gonna go so, with Mary J. Wait, Blige that's all one name? Yes That is one real name wait, you on So your it's own A, one, Foxy Brown Are you on your B, own this one? B, <laughs> Foxy wasn't no model B, Trina All actress C, Nope Trina Reese, wasn't I'm, I'm just saying I gotta, <laughs> take the, I gotta take the shot I gotta take the shot Go ahead I gotta I'm gonna protect my <laughs> A, Foxy Brown, B, Trina, okay. C, Lil Mama, or D, Eve? I need a lifeline. Time's up. Hey. Man, this show ghetto. I need a lifeline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hey, going to say Eve. Little mama. Drink, drink, drink. <laughs> I was a little mama. Shot, shot, shot. No, I got a question. Wait, who was it? Was it little mama? Boxy Brown. Boxy Brown. 
Foxy start modeling. Yes. Foxy. I ain't never seen Foxy. I've seen Foxy in some shoots now. I think you made that shit up. first dark rapper. You need to take a shot for me. I never knew she modeled. Shot, 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 shot. I don't want to hear nothing else until you take a shot. Did y'all walk Did y'all walk the runway? Did she walk the runway? Yeah, put that. Huh? Did she walk a runway? No, but you don't have to be. All right, you was she on the cover model. of a magazine? I don't know. Probably, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, man, How? that's her name. Yeah. See? Boom. Take wow, the shot. Wow, I didn't know that. I can imagine how hard Thank it was for, for her fact check. Right, got to spell that name. All right. Okay. Second to last one. Who was the first solo female rapper to release a full album? A, Yo-Yo. B, Missy. C, the brat, or D, MC Light. Foxy will find them. I need another lifeline. Okay, the first rapper to release an album. Mm-hmm. First fem- solo female rapper to release a full album. Get the names again so she can A, Yo Yo, B, Missy, C, the brat, and D, MC Light. It wasn't the brat. I give you that one now. We're not asking She's you. Than we are not asking The brat did features, right? My- we are not asking you. Solo right? album. <laughs> Solo album. So that what I'm saying is she younger than them. Don't worry about the Brett. Focus on the rest of them. Okay. Give me the names one more time. I'm sorry. A, Yo-Yo. Okay. B, Missy. Okay. Missy C, younger than them too. the Brett. I'm giving mm-hmm. you two. You said the first artist. The first solo okay. female rapper. So we got, so it would probably be Yo-Yo. Is that your final answer? No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so you said Missy, mm-hmm. Yo-Yo, the, the Brat, or MC Light? Definitely MC Light. Ding, 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 ding! Oh! Come on! Oh, damn, it took you long enough. Okay, last one, okay. last one. Okay. Name three women that are on the top ten wealthiest musician slash singer list. Okay. It's four of them. Okay. So you can name who you believe is on Oh, I'm just the, naming them who mm-hmm. I think. Three. The wealthiest three as well. Okay, it would be Beyonce, One. Rihanna, Shakira. And ding and <laughs> what? So I know Beyonce and Rihanna. Who the yes, other one you know, is? Rihanna, Madonna, and Celine Dion. Nah, Beyonce gotta be on there. Niggas ain't fuck with Not Beyonce. Right. Right. Hey, we know. We know. Right. <laughs> what do we need to how did hey, I say? Hey, one thing I'm. Well, you got two billionaires on the elevator. Right. I feel y'all. I, I felt like it was. But and, I feel, and what's, but what's the third one? I always knew Rihanna was wealthier you than You knew nobody going to get that she either, has, though. like Fenty and all of that. We, we knew the other person wasn't going to get that, though. See? Did y'all. Come on, y'all. Get back that. Here. Did y'all know that? Beyonce. Did y'all know. Would y'all not think Beyonce. I would think Beyonce. Nah, I would think Beyonce too. That should be a that should be a tiebreaker. That's tough. Okay, but you still got the other one. (laughs) Oh man! So we're gonna take a shot. So it wasn't Beyonce and Rihanna. (laughs) Yes. So Beyonce, I'll take Beyonce. Beyonce, Rihanna, Rihanna. It was one point seven billion. Madonna, Madonna, Celine Dion. Oh, and Mariah Carey. But you know what? I know you said wealthiest women, but I was in my mind. I was thinking. No, it wasn't. It wasn't actually. Let me go my mic. You the say question. in your mind. You can't go with in your mind. We, no, I'm, you thinking of black time. Women. I'm thinking of No, actually the question was wealthiest musicians and singers. So okay. that's including yeah. all the men and women too. So yeah. Oh man. Yeah, oh, that's why I was drinking. Yeah, I, got, I, was, I got a question for you. I'm gonna take this shot. Hold on. Okay. But you know, growing up to where you at, where you come from before we end the show. Yeah. Who are your top influencers? that you look up to to say, mm. I want to get to that point. Ah, oh, man. Uh, I love Sarah Jakes mm. uh, just because I love her story of, you know, she had her child at 14 and her dad was a major, you know, pastor in the church and she was still able to, you know, get past those things. So Sarah Jakes, I love her. If you ever watch me, you know, I watch and listen to a lot of Sarah Jakes. Um, mm. it, does it have to be, you said females? Right, no, anyway. Okay. It could be too. So, um, Nas. Uh, Nas is a rapper. Um, I love Nas because, you know, he's just always was original, real, and he ended yeah. up being very successful coming from where he came from. But, you know, when he invested into a lot of the small businesses and invested into, you know, them, um, new businesses, apps, and all of that, and he made a lot of money, that was really inspirational to me. Um, and then the third person, it's not even a, a celebrity 
I know you said celebrities or people. No, nah, The third person, well, she's really the sister. first person, but she's come third in line, is my grandmother. Because mm-hmm. um, that's who raised me, you know, right. and sometimes I don't even know how she did it, you know, and she took care of all of us, which was five of us. Mm-hmm. And we could have been. Those are building blocks. Right yeah, there. you know, yeah. and we don't, we only know her as our mother, not even our grandmother. So I, I look up to her. And although she worked mostly of her life, and, you know, and that's the great thing. You know, I say people working for someone else. She worked all her life. But when she got ready to retire, mm, yeah. you live off a certain retirement, you know, and, and as a working parent, it's really hard sometimes because you're not able to be the parent you want to be, be when you're yeah. stuck at a job all day, yeah. you know. Right. So neither here nor there. My grandmother is actually my most inspirational because, sis, if you watch it, I know you're going to watch. I'm going to send her the link. She, she better. She, I'm going to send her the link. But, yeah, man, man you're really truly really inspirational me to me, and I appreciate you. So those are some inspirational people in my life. One more question before we leave off. Like, tell our viewers where you headed. So um, we're going to start here in Houston, Texas, and then we're going to go to San Antonio. We're going to hit up Dallas. um, And then we're going to try to, uh, we're working on trying to get to Atlanta, Mm -hmm. break into that market. I'm going to be going back home to Rochester, New York to do one. And then those are just the first four that we have right now. And then we're just going to see how the tour takes off. But I'm trusting and I'm believing in God. And if you guys don't know me, follow me on IG. My IG is I am K in the city. Um, You know, follow me for, you know, just inspirational quotes or just, hey, just follow your girl. You know, I'm always fly. You know, that's number one. So, you know, Mm -hmm. follow me if you want to laugh and have a good time or just, you know, sometimes we just need inspirational people um, in our timeline. If you follow me on Facebook, it is K Elder, K-A-Y-E-L-D-E-R. So yes, that's where you can find me. So I hope to see you guys at the event, March. What what about the event? Event. What event? Give them how they can uh, log on. Okay, and yeah, buy the yeah. On for the so event. Uh, the event is March the twenty sixth. It's gonna be downtown Houston at uh, Le, I forgot the name of the hotel. Huh? No, <laughs> yeah, but it's gonna be downtown. But you get all the information off of my social media page. Right. Um, it's a brunch and conference, so you can come enjoy oh, nice. some great food. She got food, y'all. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Well, no, you gotta pay for your food, but it's gonna be there. It's available um, from one to three. We're gonna have some live music there. Just, oh, just, that's a, nice. just a bunch of fun. Just women together, mm. just celebrating great things. So, and what's the date on that? I'm gonna be also, um, March you know, for your viewers, we're giving away. We brought some tickets where they're gonna be online. We'll send them the link. So we're gonna be doing a giveaway here today, uh, really quickly. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys are watching. Um, if you're one this show airs, basically what you have to do is in the comments, uh, give us three key points that was talked about today on the show the first person that can get those and then um we're also giving away a second ticket for um if you follow me and a new tag you know the podcast um and that's how you got the information we're giving away that ticket and then the third ticket we're giving away to a um someone who has a birthday on march the 26th i got a question yes talking (laughs) she said all that but we ain't talking about she got a book coming up let's talk about the book before we leave, let's talk about the book. Well, I can't really give too much information on the book because I'm Cause still that's writing. The it. Of the but book. I want, yes. I, I want to so, know the release date. I'm in the process um, of uh, writing it, and so the goal is to have it released by the summer of 2022. So we will definitely keep you guys posted on that. Uh, we'll definitely even have we have some apparel that we're going to be launching soon uh, for the tour. Just numerous things. So we want you guys to support, and there, and that's our time. I'm God sorry, bless. y'all, because. <laughs> We just got a cue that they cut Reese uh, Mike off. So. <laughs> hey, I'm done with this shit. Yeah, I'm hey, done with this shit. <laughs> we out. See y'all next time. God bless y'all. <laughs>